0: Everyone, I'm Caitlin, and I'm Jillian, and we are the hosts of the Okay Drama Podcast,
1: where two friends recap and break down K dramas one episode at a time. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a—I uh, like
0: feel so much more peppy at 9:30 in the morning Verses
1: versus 8:30. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Had um, a moment to wake up, did a little bit of things, yeah. had some food, had some water. For sure. I mm. ate a bowl of Cheerios. Mm. Love Cheerios. They're boring yeah. and delicious.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, I remember, like, my Grandma Jan is probably one of the best grandmas ever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, I've she's... never met her, but
1: I agree. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, okay. This is a tangent of a tangent, but like my grandma kind of organized my high school graduation party. Mm -hmm. Um, And like my grandma's from Iowa, so she like, and she's a great cook. So she made all these very Midwestern, like I guess you would call them hors d'oeuvres, like Mm -hmm. finger foods for my graduation party. And all of our friends from high school were, like, blown away by all of these, like, Midwestern things. Like, I think she had, like, bacon-wrapped pickles or something like that. Like, I don't know. But especially, I think John was like, what is this food? Like, it was just, it was hilarious. Anyway, so yeah. Like, everyone in our circle is kind of obsessed with my grandma, because, for some reason, everyone thinks it's funny, I just call her Grandma Jan. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why it's funny, but she's just <laughs> my Grandma Jan, and she's an icon. Uh, rolling that back. Why did I start talking about my grandma?
1: Um, we're talking about Cheerios?
0: <laughs> yes, okay. She's not very healthy, like, she, again, very Midwestern, a lot Bacon of fat Bacon pickles. Bacon wrapped pickles, <laughs> that's all you need to know. And so she would, I would eat Cheerios at her house because that was the cereal, mm-hmm. and she would let me just pour sugar all over it. And so you'd have like the big mound of sugar <laughs> at the bottom of the bowl. Uh, yeah, when I was a little kid, and my mom was like, "You never let me put sugar on Cheerios when I was a kid," <laughs> and my grandma was like, "It's because I'm a grandma now." Like,
1: yeah, when I'm your Everything mom, changes.
0: Yeah, when you're the mom, you have to be healthy. When you're the grandma, you can just load the kid up on sugar. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, so anyway, yeah, nine thirty in the morning recording. Hooray! Feels better. It does. Maybe we should uh, always do
1: nine thirty.
0: Uh yeah. Let's let's do that from now on. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we are here with episodes nine and ten of Goblin. Mm-hmm. But first, it would be so cool. If you rated and reviewed the podcast, number one, so easy, so fast, makes me and Jill so happy. Five stars, please. Yeah. Yeah. And number two, you could become a patron and make Jill and me happy again. We have, like, I think a tier for most budgets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get bonus content. Uh... When we are recording this, we're again recording a few weeks ahead of time. But as of recording right now, Andrew and Jill just finished *Strangers from Hell*. Yay! The ending, though, (laughs) oh my god, was not expecting that.
1: I kind of someone who wasn't watching. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, I kind of want to watch it now, but I'm scared. It was Um, good. It was very weird. I was wondering too if it was gonna spoilers for *Fight Club*. If it was going to be, like, a fight club kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Kind of how, like, Andrew was saying, but Mm -hmm. that's because I didn't watch it, so I didn't really know. But anyway, uh, what else? Okay, yeah, bonus content. You get stickers, patches, hangouts. Um, If you don't want to become a patron, you can buy stuff from our Etsy store, which is super cute. All the stickers are super rad. And they're, like, very high-quality stickers.
1: And they're, they're on... affordable.
0: They're very affordable. They're super cute. We have some, like, general K-drama ones. And then we have, like, some drama-specific ones. hmm Um, again, my favorite, still to this day, is the Bong Soon is My Hero sticker. She's just, like, one of my favorite characters in all of K-drama history. <laughs> so, I love her. And, yeah, I love the sticker. Uh... Yeah, so on our Etsy, we have cute little pins. I love the wall pin. hmm mm-hmm. And we have the cool patches, which are on my denim
1: jacket. Very and cool. And on my denim vest. Yes. We need to have a little photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay,
0: we have rating review, Patreon, Etsy. Our website, okdrama.com. It has all the stuff I mentioned previously, but, mm-hmm. you know, in one handy place. There's also links to Fashion Shingu and Tebak Box where we get a little commission if you use our link. The stuff there is also super cool, very like K drama e uh, clothes at Fashion Shingu, K pop and K drama inspired clothes. And then at Tebak Box, there's still more like Korean fashion, um, Korean accessories, Korean skincare, everything kind of Korean. Yes, is at Tebak Box. Um, our second Tebuk box should be shipping soon. They had a, uh, yeah, uh, they had their Korean Thanksgiving, um, time, I think this past weekend, so everyone was, like, not working, so. Mm. Um, and you can talk to us on the internet, at OKDramaPod on Twitter, OKDramaPodcast on Instagram and Facebook, and you can send us a lovely email. Only lovely emails, please. Yes, please. (laughs) At okdramapodcast at gmail.com or contact at okdrama.com. So yeah, I think that's everything. Mm -hmm.
1: I agree. Yeah,
0: Yeah, let us know what you've been thinking of Goblin and other K-dramas that are on the air right now. No spoilers, please. (laughs)
1: Let
0: us know. If your grandma also let you pour a bunch of sugar on Cheerios <laughs> <laughs> when you're a little kid. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Very excited to talk about these episodes. Because Should we do it? Yes, let's just do it. Episode 9 <laughs> Untag is crying while the Reaper confirms that the Goblin will die when she pulls up the sword. Again, like end of episode 8 territory, mm-hmm. still here. Uh, he tells her that it was Kim Shin's idea to keep it a secret from her, and that he, the Reaper, is on her side. He's very like somber as he's telling her this, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I don't want him to die either anymore." <laughs> yeah, um, which is sweet. She thanks him and packs her things and leaves the house. Then we get a kind of ominous scene of the fairy godmother in red um, telling Kim Shin about how Untak will die. If she doesn't pull out the sword. And then as she's leaving the bookstore, she meets Dokwa. She asks for a drink, and he agrees, but only if she's buying, because he still doesn't have a credit card. Embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> Her face just looks so annoyed and over
1: uh-huh. everything. Maybe don't ask, like, a young boy for a drink. He looks like he's he's just of age.
0: He looks so young. He does. I was talking to Alex because, like, the actor that plays Dokwa is actually a few years younger than the actress that plays Hmm. uh, What's Her Face, Untak. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Yeah, he kind of looks younger. Like, Mm -hmm. it kind of looks like they put a young guy in a suit to try to make him. Yeah. But he just looks
1: like a young guy in
0: a big suit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I mean, he was in his mid 20s at this point, I think. So. Mm So Kim Shin gets home and sees that Untak is gone. I think she wrote a message on her little chalkboard. I'm gone. Yeah, don't look for me. Um, Reaper tries to tell him what has transpired, but the goblin is too frantic to listen, and travels all over the place looking for Untak. He even confronts Untak's neighborhood ghosts, but <laughs> no one knows where she is. Kim Shin then finally gets back to Reaper. And he's like, where does she work? Because I can't find her. And Reaper gives him a coupon to the chicken restaurant and tells him what happened the night Talk left. Kim Shin is baffled. Like, why would you do that? What mm-hmm. is going on? Um, but the Reaper explains that he's on her side now and he doesn't want Kim Shin to die because he would be bored. <laughs> <laughs> and Kim Shin is like, this sucks. I can't even be mad at you because you're being so nice to me right now. And now we're friends, I guess. But he storms out looking for Untok.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he ends up going to the chicken shop. He doesn't find Untuck. I think there's a um, now hiring sign. Mm-hmm. But he crosses paths with Sunny. And he sees her future where she tells the Reaper not to contact her again on New Year's. Ugh, that was like such a yeah. sad little premonition <laughs> um sunny calls out to kim shin shouting "Ora boni," mm-hmm. which is an old fashioned version of "Opa" or brother and mm-hmm. in my head i was like how the fuck she know he's her brother <laughs> <laughs> right it is like yeah what she says it like multiple a times tab? too yeah uh-huh. um he is intrigued by her, but she just asks if he's looking for a part-time job because he was standing in front of the shop. Mm-hmm. And he replies that he's actually looking for the part-time worker. And Sunny starts like, look him up and down. She tells him how much his clothing and accessories are worth and asks why such a wealthy dude is in need of something from a part-timer. Mm-hmm. And he a- and she asks if he's the one who was making her cry. And he was like, she was crying? And then Sonny's like... You're an asshole. And so she just, like, goes off on him uh-huh. about being a shithead, and she accuses him of being married and sending Utak away, and he's just like, I I do not do nothing. I'm yeah. looking for her. <laughs> I love Sunny. Yeah, she's she immediately tells people what she thinks, especially if she thinks you're an asshole or being, like, fucked up. Yeah, for sure. Um, back home, the Reaper and Kim Shin devise a plan to find her. And the Reaper will submit Untak's missing soul paperwork so she can be on the death directory, which sounds dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, once the Reaper gets her death card, Kimshin can have a chance to save her, which is honestly kind of scary because what if the card was to go to someone else?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe Reaper has like some sort of seniority so he can yeah. be like, let me Give know me when this card person. Comes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But Reaper also is like, are you sure about this? Yeah. <laughs> but I guess like I think it's I don't know. I'm just thinking if Kim Shin can sense her if she's about to die anyway, like does he need the death card?
1: Mm-hmm. Or I guess it's
0: it gives them like a little bit more time in advance maybe. to prepare
1: maybe. But also like her birthmark is apparently fading and I don't know what oh, that that's means. True. Does that mean like their connection is like getting, like, more sparse, sparse or, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway, so the Reaper submits his paperwork to his hobe at Subway, of course. This is our <laughs> fourth, maybe, Subway cameo? Subway sponsored? <laughs> Subway cameo. <laughs> Subway and Baskin Robbins are the, A like, third theme. main leads of <laughs> the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, besides Goblin and Reaper's house, the place we see most often is Subway. Uh-huh. And Amazing. then Baskin-Robbins. Uh-huh. And then the chicken shop. <laughs> and then um, the tea house. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they're at Subway, and he tells the guy to get it done ASAP. And the other Reaper recognizes the name as the one that um, was on the bus when Reaper, mm-hmm. like, called her out. And then the Reaper admits that she's the goblin's bride, and he's like, Oh, so that's where the goblin was at the bus stop, too.
0: Whoa. Mm-hmm. And the Reaper's like, don't worry about it, just shut up and eat your sandwich. Stop asking questions. <laughs> uh-huh. So then we see Kimshin still on the hunt for Untak, but he comes across her classmate looking for her at her aunt's old house. Uh her classmate has her college entrance exams, and she's going to deliver them since Untaek hasn't been at school to receive them. Which I was like, after you take the college entrance exams, can you just not go to
1: school? Like, I don't know.
0: In the U.S., like you have to keep going to school because yeah,
1: you still need it to still graduate. Still counts.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we don't have to get into that, but I was just like, how is she still a student if she's not going to school?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway. Ba-ba-ba. Kim Shin is like, hey, I'll take those. (laughs) And then he's like, are these good? And she replies that they're good enough to get into any college she wants. And he's very proud of her. But the friend is like kind of freaked out, as I think anyone would be when you see a 30-something year old man also (laughs) looking for your classmate and stealing her test results. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim Shin starts to wreak havoc on the world, causing weird weather patterns, like crazy red moons and fog. And then he makes the dead come back to life, while apologizing with some socks to the Reaper. But the, the scene of the like dead dude coming back to life was kind of freaky, like that's <laughs> kind of my nightmare. And he's all covered um, in blood, too. Yeah, because the doctor was like, time of death, whatever, excessive bleeding, and then... The other, like, the Hubei Reaper is there with the death card, and he's like, okay. And then it just pops into flames, and the guy just, like, <laughs> sits forward. Oh god. Weird. Okay, but, yeah, so, Kim Shin is just like, I don't give a fuck, I'm just gonna do whatever I want. And the Reaper starts to get after him for causing all of these disturbances, and he's like, I know you're going through a rough time, but you gotta, like, keep yourself in check. But Kim Shin replies that he's hoping someone notices. Maybe god... Maybe talk And Reaper wishes he would have just let him pull out the sword at this point because <laughs> Kimshin is being such a little butt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Grandpa tells the secretary about Kimshin since the t- secretary has caught on that he never ages. <laughs> 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 he always <laughs> uh, looks so good. Yeah. And Grandpa reveals that Kimshin actually chose the secretary and
1: has been his secret benefactor the whole time.
0: Mm. Hmm.
1: Do-kwa on the other hand, checks in on Kim Shin since he knows that he is the one behind all the strange weather, so he knows he's all upset. Mm -hmm. He offers to help find Untak, and then we see the little god butterfly flying around a ski slope. Um, Untak is now working at a ski lodge, and there's like a little montage of her just like handing people things.
0: Uh It's like
1: 40 seconds of her just like, uh, oh! And then, like, running back and forth <laughs> with ski boots and stuff. Yes. Uh, um, so she's hanging out in the cold. Uh, she reads about all the weird weather patterns, and then we hear a voiceover from Dokwa saying he's found her mm-hmm. very quickly. I don't know how he does this. Um, Untak takes a walk and sees Kimshin. He tells her to come home, and she replies that she doesn't have a home, accusing him of only keeping her around because he needed her help to, for him to die. <laughs> Um, Kimshin admits that he lost the chance to tell her himself, but he says that losing that chance made him happy and he was trying to avoid it for a long time. He levels with her and says that it was wrong of him to avoid it, though, and he begs her to remove the sword. Mm-hmm. Untak says she would rather die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about that. (laughs) Um, um, And he tells her to go, and tells him to go far away and live a long life. She adds that if he ever appears in front of her again, she'll actually kill him.
0: I feel like her telling him to live a long life was kind of a diss or like a burn. Mm Because he's already lived such a fucking long life. Mm -hmm. And he's, I feel like she's heard him complain about like living for so long.
1: Yeah, like,
0: yeah. Keep living, motherfucker. That's kind of how I, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Reddit, go away. Mm-hmm. Uh Kim Shin continues to keep an eye on her while she works, and then they meet again um, when Untak is on a walk. He hands her her test scores and congratulates her for doing well. She points out that this is just an excuse, and he agrees, but says he's happy it gave him an opportunity to see her again. Untuck reminds him that she said she would kill him if he appeared in front of her again. She tells him to come closer so she can pull out the blade. He gives in and takes a step forward. This makes her mad. And then he even takes her hand and puts it near the blade. The blade we can't see. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's begging him not to do it. She starts crying. And he tells her she has to. He doesn't say why she has to. Um, she ends up hitting him, and then she accuses him of having a hidden agenda from the moment he told her he loved her and asks if he even loves her now. <clears throat> she replies that he's scared and or he replies that he's scared and that he would like it if she told him that she still needs him. He tells her that he hopes she will accept his excuses and continue to live with him. Um and they stare at each other, and then we see Kimshin continuing to stay close as Unta stay close to Untak after she's back at her place. Mm-hmm. So he's just watching her, because he knows what the lady in red said.
0: Yeah. That scene was very intense, when she was like, stop it, stop mm-hmm. it. Like, mm-hmm. hitting him. Because, I mean, yeah, she doesn't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. if she doesn't, but like, it's rough. Yeah. Rough stuff. Uh, Back at work, Untak is alone in, like, a ski snowboard shop area and is knocked unconscious after a shelf falls on top of her. Okay. I don't know how that happened. I know. That was, like, a freak accident, I guess. You know, her little death Mm -hmm. call. But I thought it was weird because the, um, very godmother lady was like, the accidents are gonna get bigger in scale and blah blah blah. But I was like, that car accident seemed, like, peak... Fucking yeah. tragedy. This one doesn't seem that bad. <laughs> like,
1: and I felt like it didn't even really hit her.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> like, I don't... I thought maybe, like, she should... Like, they should have showed the shelf hitting her, and then maybe, like, her hitting her head against the table.
1: Yes, yeah, Or, like, on the
0: ground. Or, like, if she was pinned under the shelf or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I mean, she was just laying on the floor. Like... Asleep. I guess I'll just die here. <laughs> kind of a thing. Yeah. Um so. Ba, 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 ba. okay. Kim Shin gets home, like, I guess conveniently, just as she's dying. And Reaper asks about Untok. Kim Shin tells him that Untok doesn't want to come home, but Reaper is like, uh dude, I have her death card, so like you need <laughs> to go back and get her. Reaper is confused as to why she keeps being pushed towards death, but Kimshin tells him that it's his fault. If he lives, then she dies. Kimshin adds that he now realizes that this was actually the true nature of his punishment and part of God's plan. It's like kind of one final fuck you mm-hmm. from God, essentially. Yeah. Uh, Reaper tells him that even though their deaths may be God's will, it isn't his, and that Kimshin should hurry and save her. Since her time of death is in one hour, Kimshin returns to the ski lodge searching for Untak, and Untak becomes slightly conscious again, I guess, and whispers, I need you, I love you, as memories of her and Kimshin flash through her mind. Kimshin is then able to find Untak and carries her out while the dramatic music plays, and like the lights on the ski slope turn off, and it's very mm-hmm. intense. Uh, then Luntok wakes up in a very fancy hospital room surrounded by doctors, which is not how I would want to wake up. (laughs) That seems like something really bad is about to happen. (laughs) Exactly. Like, am I dead? They're like, ma'am, you have two minutes to live. Exactly. (laughs) What are your last
1: words?
0: (laughs) Um, they tell her she's fine now, but she would have died if she was out there for much longer. She's concerned about the bill, like poor people problems. That's immediately what I think of anytime something slightly bad happens to me. I'm like, "Oh god, how much is this going to cost?"
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh but the doctors assure her that it's been taken care of since the chairman of the group who controls the hospital is the one who brought her in. And they're like, "How do you know him?" Like what is this? Because they're like, this This
1: was like a huge deal in the hospital. Yeah. So we then cut to Untuck riding a gon- gondola mm-hmm. at the ski resort, which I've never been on. They look really cool. I've never in yeah. my life been skiing, though. Um, she lights a match and blows it out, hoping to see Kim Shin, but he doesn't appear. And she's disappointed, and then she is, like, about to cry. Then she looks up and sees him waiting for her at the top of the lift. And at that point, when I was watching, it was like... Where is he? I <laughs> can see him in the dark. Oh, no. <laughs> All um, shadowy. Yeah. But he he was there. Um, mm-hmm. And she hits him and says she was afraid that he wouldn't appear anymore after she summoned him. Uh, or after she summons him. And he explains that he was waiting for her. But she angrily replies that he is supposed to appear whenever she blows out the, the flame. Mm-hmm. He tells her he wanted to get there ahead of time so he could help her out of the car. But Untak is like, mm, whatever. And then she storms off away.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she's like, I want you right here,
1: right next to me.
0: <laughs> as soon um, as I blow it out.
1: He gives grumpy Untak a classic K-drama back hug and mm-hmm. says, me too. She asks what he means, but he dismisses it. Um, but she already knows, of course, what he means. They're mm-hmm. like, they get each other, even if mm-hmm. they fight. She becomes happy again and tells him that she can't see his sword anymore, so she can't pull it out for him. He pats her head and she smiles.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Head pats, they do that so often in K-dramas, but that always looks like a kid thing to me. Yeah, that's what my mom said. Like a man and a little girl, like patting uh a little girl on the head. That's always kind of weird to me. Yeah. I'm not interested in a head pat.
0: (laughs) I like it more when... A girl pats a guy on the head for some reason. And mm-hmm. that's like... Or do you, would you prefer a pat or like a head
1: pet? Or are they in the same category for you? I don't know that I like either. The most I'll do is at night I'll tell Andrew to play with my hair. But mm-hmm. that's just to put me to sleep. <laughs> it's not like... Like a scalp massage kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, I need sleep, help me. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't mind them so much. Um, but yeah, my mom also does
1: not like those at all. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It just looks a little weird. Yeah. Well, whatever. They they do it. They like it. Okay. Uh Um, all right. So Sunny, we are back with Sunny. Mm -hmm. She goes to see her shaman to ask about the pale, handsome man with the black hat. And the shaman is like told you to be like wary of people the, the man in the black hat like uh-huh. i warned you he's <laughs> a reaper explicitly. <laughs> he's a reaper and sunny dismisses a shaman calling her crazy uh sunny then asks about someone else she knows and begins to describe Kimshin. and she she says something like dinosaur features when yeah. she was like describing <laughs> which i, I thought was really song. funny there's like a seinfeld episode where they keep missing each other at a movie theater uh-huh. And so they keep describing each other to the like woman. I think the woman that purchase that they can purchase the tickets from, and like Kramer describes Elaine as having like um, a face of a uh, iron or something, <laughs> and then they're just they're giving each other like the weirdest fucking descriptions, like face okay. like a pancake and this and that, and it's just like it's like your mom crazy, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I distinctly remember dinosaur features being listed for um, Kim Shin, and I thought that was funny.
0: Yeah, they were, like, and I, I think in the subtitles, and parentheses, they were, like, big features. <laughs> but I was, like, I guess, but, like, fucking Gong Yu's face and head is, like, the smallest head I've ever seen. Yeah,
1: I don't think that actor has big features. I feel like his mouth is pretty small. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, know. his
0: eyes are maybe kind of big, proportionate to the rest of- I don't know, but I can kind of see dinosaur.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, after she says that, he's got like angular features. Yeah, like the cheekbones and the chin and stuff. I don't uh-huh. know. Um, sure. Anyway, so she describes him, and um, the shaman guesses Gong Yu, and you put in parentheses this show with its Gong Yu references. Yes.
0: Uh-huh. Like, um Him watching himself and train to Busan. Uh huh. Crazy.
1: Okay. <laughs> Uh, So, just as Sunny is about to leave, the shaman stops her and asks if she received something shiny slash sparkling from someone. She warns Sunny to be cautious and get rid of it, as it could be carrying the sins and grudges of its past owners. Mm -hmm. Sunny doesn't really care. She doesn't even seem to believe the shaman, really, but she goes to the shaman often.
0: Yeah, she's like, do people really pay you for this? Unless she continues (laughs) to pay her for this. Uh I Um, really want to get my fortune read. red.
1: We just drove by a fortune telling place yesterday and I was like, ooh, a fortune teller. It was down blinkow.
0: Okay. I'm just kinda scared, like Oh what? I don't I don't want a bad fortune. <laughs> only yeah. tell me good things, please. So
1: I'm gonna pay you, but only tell me the good things about me. Yes. Don't yes, tell cause. me the bad things. <laughs> um <laughs> Sunny goes back to her shop and she stares at the jade ring and wonders about its past and secrets. The Reaper goes into the shop, invisible under his hat, and he's listening to her complain about how he never calls her back or stays in touch. He apologizes, but of course she can't hear him. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he starts to freak out because she's in the middle of texting him, and his phone is locked, and he can't get in. He keeps putting in the wrong code, Mm -hmm. um, and he gives up and explains that he hasn't called because he feels guilty for erasing her memories uh, the last time that they met. And he receives a text from Sunny that says, I miss you. But Sunny hears the text alert sound, and she freaks out. And then she starts singing gospel hymns to try to ward off the spirits she thinks are haunting her. Mm -hmm. Reaper thinks it's very funny. And he says, me too, as in, I miss you too. Mm -hmm. Um, And he really seems to enjoy seeing Sunny yell at ghosts and singing.
0: Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny when he was also like... Also, I might be cheating on you.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> with a woman from... on the scroll.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh, his conscience mm-hmm. is so strong. Um. So, then we cut to Kim Shin getting upset with Untak when she tells him that she wants to keep working at the ski lodge until February. She's like, the money's really good. So, it's fine. But Kim Shin gets Grandpa to get her fired, so she has to come back to the house. <laughs> A very big power play by him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Untak becomes emotional as she returns home, and Reaper is happy to see her. But he immediately pulls Kim Shin away to write reports on all the crazy stuff that has been happening. He's like, you need to help me with this paperwork, because you're the one who is causing all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I thought it was funny when Kimshin was like, why does every story you tell have to be sad? Like, can you just... <laughs> Like be yourself, be happy for once because mm-hmm. he's like, I never had a home and now I'm happy. It's, it's funny. Anyway. So. The dudes start to fight about all the paperwork at the tea room, but then a random human wanders in <laughs> desperately looking for a bathroom. Reaper is dumbfounded as humans aren't supposed to be able to enter the tea house, and Kim Shin points out that the strength of human will can
1: change destiny. Mm. That seems, like, really bad. That a human can just wander yes. in if they
0: want... If they, if they really have to pee. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Uh, yes. So then we see Sunny interviewing more part-timers, but they all seem to suck. But then Untak comes in, and they both become emotional as they reenact Untuck's first interview with her. Which kind of reminded me of the end of Coffee Prince when mm. Eun Chan like, does her first <laughs> <laughs> kind of like interviewee thing with uh, Um when she comes back as like new and improved Unchan. Chan. Yes. Yeah. Um, later on we like basically a bunch of kind of like filler scenes happen as we're like mm-hmm. catching up with Un Tak's life. So Un Tak has gotten into college! Yay! And she finds out that her tuition has already been paid by a not-so-secret benefactor named Kim Shin. And she's, like, super stoked because she got into the college she wanted and it's been paid for, which is just the dream. Uh, Eun-tao goes to talk to Kim Shin about the tuition and he gives her the purse and perfume back as presents. At first, Untak is upset to see that Kim Shane has left out the five thousand dollars, but he tells her that he used it to pay for her tuition as a loan. And she's like, Are you serious? Like, after all this time you're still like gonna charge me? And he's like, It's a loan, but you'll be you'll just pay back monthly over the next 80 years. It was <laughs> like, aha <laughs> moment. And then they go on a little Baskin robin date. Baskin Robbins date, and they're like cutesy and
1: blah blah blah. That's just being cute at Baskin Robbins. Hooray, Baskin Robbins! Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then we have a funny scene of Grandpa's secretary presenting him with the list list of gifts high school seniors like for Untuck. Mm-hmm. The grandpa asks what BTS is and
0: mm-hmm. what
1: EXO is. And the secretary sings and dances to their hit songs, and it's really silly, and the grandpa uh-huh. thinks it's hilarious. Yes. And he's like, I'll go with number three. And the guy's like, uh, eh. And the grandpa's like, I know what a digital camera is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so dumb. Uh-huh. And then he's like, it must be hard to be a secretary. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to Dokwa, who is taking selfies with Untuk's new camera before mm-hmm. he gives it with her, which is so shitty. Yes. Come on. <laughs> um he explains that the camera is a gift from his grandpa and that the selfies are a gift from him and can, um Untuck's like, "Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Can I have it back now?" And he's like, "No, not yet. <laughs> Give me five more minutes." <laughs> um Kimshin and the Reaper are watching Untuck and Kwa fight over the camera and they talk about Untuck's death cards. They also make a note something like, "Isn't it isn't it more lively to have um kids in the house or something I was like ugh no yes. they said Stop something like, kids. like children or kids like yeah, acting like fools in the house like no don't call her a kid yeah. not, if, not if you want to kiss her yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, See, this
0: is the issue we have with the show.
1: Like, yeah, like I don't care that he's nine hundred years old because that's just like fantasy. Whatever. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's part of like the whole magic of it. But to call her a child is fucking weird and not cute. Yes, not romantic, not sexy. It's yeah, yeah, weird <laughs> for sure. And
0: exactly, if it was like okay, Untak is like a quote unquote mature. 18 year old who is also a like fantasy mystical being Mm -hmm. whatever they're just two mystical beings in the universe trying to make it work then also fine
1: but they keep emphasizing like she's a kid (laughs) it's like hate that no take out that word replace it with something else i don't know um yeah but yeah these two are talking about her death cards and Kimshin vows to find a way to change God's plan, just as the desperate human did in the tea house. Um, just gotta pee really badly. Uh-huh. Doqua and Untak take over, uh, run over to Kim Shin and the Reaper, and doqua takes an adorable picture of the three of them together. And at that point mm-hmm. I was like, All right, Thruple, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And then uh-huh. we get a little voiceover of Untak telling Reaper that he can what he can do to impress Sunny. And then we cut to the Reaper being awkward with Sunny again. Mm-hmm. Um and he keeps trying to get her to say that he's cute, but she can't shake the weird deja vu feeling she's having.
0: hmm Yeah, because I think he's just trying to reenact the last time they met before he erased her memory because yeah. it was like such a good moment for them. But, you know, it's not the same.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Kim Shin walks Eun to work, and he decides to come in to prove that he's not afraid of chicken blood. That was like a whole little mini fight Mm -hmm. they had. Uh, Then we get a very awkward kind of double date between Kim Shin and Eun and Reaper and Sunny because they're both at work, (laughs) Eun and Sunny, (laughs) so it's not really a double date, but they're just all kind of hanging out together. Sunny and Kim Shin are not a fan of each other. And they start to argue. Untok tries to get the men to leave because it's not going well, but they insist on staying. Reaper tries one of Untok's suggestions and does math in front of Sunny. Which, I feel like that is, like, uh, a high school thing to be impressed by. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, oh, he's so smart. Or, I don't know, it's just kind of weird. He's just doing, like, a math workbook. As an adult. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> just bored. Just bored <laughs> on this kind of date. Yes. Uh, but he did look kind of cute in his glasses and stuff. Anyway, Kim Shin teases Reaper, again, I guess for all the things that we just pointed out. But then things get weird when Reaper calls Sunny by her real name, Kim Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, again, he, she told him last time, but he erased his, her memory of that whole interaction. Kim Shin looks shocked, and Sunny makes Reaper go outside to talk to her. He's oblivious to what is wrong, but she demands to know how he knows her real name when she never told him. Again, Reaper realizes that she told him her name the day he wiped her memory, and tries Uh-oh. to cover it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, look, <laughs> that's why you don't lie. <laughs> uh huh. Um, yeah, he tries to cover it up by saying he meant to say Kim Sanishi. He's like, I just left out the last syllable. Uh, but he knows he messed up and tries to make a quick exit to leave to get her coat. He's like, it's cold. Like, uh, I'll go get your coat. But she grabs his hand to stop him. As soon as their hands touch, Reaper sees visions of her past life flash before him. And we see her as the queen bleeding on the ground wearing the jade ring. We also see more memories of someone putting the ring on the queen's finger and her riding in a palaquin. Then we get a voiceover from the Reaper saying that something has gone horribly wrong, and it starts with her. Kim Shin watches as Sunny holds the Reaper's hand, and end of episode.
1: It was intense. (laughs) Yes. And at that whole time, when Kim Shin is watching, it's like, super intense. Like, he cannot Uh stop staring at them like, what's happening out there?
0: Yeah, because, like, obviously he knows what it means for- like, their hands to be touching and mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. so... Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, like, I remember when this part first happened, I think the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, fuck, like... Yeah. I, Because, I, I mean, like, they're constantly hinting that she is kim Sun or whatever, like, uh-huh. that she is the reincarnation of Kim-shin's sister, but it's just, like, that's when they finally confirm it, because... They're still kind of like, well, maybe, I don't know, but, (laughs) but no,
1: it's a, it's a good confirmation. Yes, totally. Mm -hmm. And Reaper is shocked. Yeah. Um, so cutting through to episode 10, we're just going to jump right in here. Um, so he sees like her past life, blah, blah, blah. And he starts to tear up. This freaks Sunny out and Kim Shin is still like staring curiously, but he's also annoyed Watching mm-hmm. them interact, and Untak gets a little bit jealous, wondering why he can't stop staring at Sunny. Mm-hmm. Um Kimshin asks what type of person Sunny is, and this irritates her even more. And she just says she's pretty, but he replies, I'm not looking for someone pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, He's got and, that line. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is a line of his. We've then cut back to Sunny and the Reaper and Sunny is trying to make sense of the weird situation. She says it can't be that this is the first time he's held someone's hand, but it dawns on her that he might be married because he uses a fake name, he got a new phone, and he froze when he grabbed her when when she grabbed his hand. The Reaper immediately denies it, which should be telling because everything else that she's asked, he's been like uh Hold on, mm-hmm. I'll be back. And then he runs yeah. away for three days. But for him to immediately say, like, no, like, that seems like you should mm-hmm. maybe believe him. Yeah. Um. So then she asks if he's a secret agent. And again, he's like, no. And then mm-hmm. she asks if he's a Grim Reaper. And he's like... Ugh. Crickets. <laughs> uh-huh. And then she's like, it's a joke. And then they go inside. Or she goes inside. Uh-huh. Um, And the reaper is floored and asks himself who Sunny is. Yeah.
0: Like, what just happened?
1: And I feel like, again, the fact that he immediately said no to everything, but the Uh one thing the shaman said he was, Mm -hmm. he stayed silent staring at her like he was caught. Like, girl, I know it's weird that Uh a person in your life is a fucking reaper, but you also, like, got caught in the air when you were falling And a man that was like messing with you like flew across Mm -hmm. the sky, (laughs) and you keep hearing like phones ringing. Yeah, weird shit is happening around you. A reaper isn't that far off, honestly, for sure. (laughs) Sunny is flustered
0: as she goes back in the cafe and asks Kim Shin why he keeps staring at her. This has been like a very intense night Mm -hmm. for Sunny. (laughs) Uh, He responds that he knew someone with the name Kim Sun and asks how she how she spells sun. She replies that she writes her name Sunny in English S U N N Y. She I don't know why I feel like she's so cool when she spells her name. She just English. says it
1: really cute.
0: Yeah, S U N N Y. And confirms that they met a few days ago at the at the shop's old location. She's like, "Yeah, bro, we do know each other." Kim Shin kind of starts to interrogate her and asks why she keeps calling him Oroboni, which surprises Reaper, and she responds that it was better than saying, like, hey, or you. Shin then continues the interrogation by asking what her relationship with Reaper is and if she even knows what he is. Uh, Reaper and Untak glare at Kim Shin for suggesting that Reaper is something strange, and Sunny responds that they exchanged rings. Untak excitedly asks if they're going to get married, since he gave her a ring. But, <laughs> uh, but Reaper asks if they can meet at the cafe again, and if he can get the ring back, which
1: <laughs> super <shitting>. awkward. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: back at home, Reaper tries to make sense of the past life visions he saw when he touched Sunny, and how she could be related to the woman in the scroll. Uh, he questions if Sunny could be the reincarnation of Kimchi's sister but doesn't have enough data to fully support the conclusion. And I'm like, don't you, though? I think he has quite a bit, but I don't know. I mean, I guess because we know, like, the whole backstory, but all he knows is there's a picture of a woman. The visions that
1: he's seen. Yes. So. Hmm. So, Kim Shin and Eun get into another dumb argument about how it was embarrassing that Kim Shin was a jerk and how Reaper had to pick up the bill for the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also get jealous of Sunny and Tae again, but it ends kind of cute, question mark, mm-hmm. when he insists um, he's her boyfriend and pats her head and wishes her goodnight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go. Uh-huh. Um, like, I guess that's cute. Yeah. (laughs) Kim Shin looks at the portrait of his sister in his room and tells her that he prays she's doing well. We then cut to Sunny and Reaper in the cafe. Reaper explains he wants to borrow the ring to do some investigating, and he questions why Sunny chose the ring. She responds, it felt like it belonged to her. Okay. Okay. This piques his interest, and she also says that she felt like like she was meant to meet him when she put it on. She gives him a little bit of attitude for asking for the ring back, but ultimately gives it to him. She tells him to share his feelings, his findings when he returns the ring, and then she leaves for work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't so know how much. I would feel with all this ring exchanging. Yeah, this back and forth of oh, <laughs> like this ring. I like this ring. Want it back again? And look, can we do the investigation together? Uh, yes, please. Well, I keep uh, the ring. <laughs> yes. Uh, Reaper is in a daze back at home, and Kimshin asks if Reaper saw something bad in Sunny's past. Reaper responds that it's confidential, which makes Kim Shin laugh as he points out that Reaper is breaking a bunch of rules while dating a human. Kimshin tells Reaper that his sister's name was also Kim Sun, but that since he can only see a human's future, he can't identify her if she is reincarnated with a different face. The Reaper asks what he will do if he ever finds her, pointing out that she won't remember him from her past life. And Kimshin responds that he will ask how she's doing and just make sure she's having a good life. Hmm. Okay. So then we get
0: like the whole story. Yes. In this next scene, uh, Untak comes home and starts to listen in on their conversation from behind a corner. A little sneaky sneak action. Mm-hmm. Something and, um, we would
1: probably do, honestly.
0: Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Both of us, yeah. So, uh-huh. huh? Okay. <laughs> I want to know exactly, like cat ear mm-hmm. turned. Mm-hmm. Um. So Reaper asks about Kimshin's life when he was a human, and he tells him about how he was a general and how he died by the sword given to him by the king he swore to protect. Uh, Kimshin starts to tell the story of how the young king came to be in power and how the previous king made Kimshin promise to have his sister marry the young prince slash king, Wang Yo, so Kimshin could watch over and protect him. And, like, well, I guess I'm getting into it, yeah. Uh, the crazy eunuch, eunuch who murdered everyone uh, disapproved of Wang Yo marrying Kimshin's sister. But everyone else was on board since it was the previous king's dying wish. So, I think they go into how, like, the eunuch murdered, like, four Mm -hmm. people. Poisoned them. So this baby (laughs) could be king. Like, when they show the scene of, like, what looks to be a six-year-old boy with the little king hat Mm -hmm. on is insane. Like, he couldn't have played it a little bit longer. (laughs) Had so, to get him young. Had to yeah, get him young. For sure. Um. Bub, 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 bub. So Wang Yo and Kim Sun make eyes at each other. Um so this is the scene that we keep seeing where like uh-huh. she has the bowls and whatever. He's kind of sneaking up or spying on her. And then we get a nice scene of Kim Chin walking by Kim Sun's palaquin, uh she's about to get married. And they're doing like very classic Sibling stuff where he's kind of teasing her for being ugly, <laughs> and like she tells him to come visit her. And you know, she's kind of nervous because she's a very young person getting married mm-hmm. to a king in a palace where everyone is dying, so not great. Um, and at first, Kim Sun and Wang Yo seem to really like each other, and they're cute and they like seem excited to see each other. Um, And, like, I don't know if you know those, like, I don't know how it is in Western monarchies and things Mm -hmm. like that, but, like, the queen and the king were basically always separate. Like, they didn't sleep in the same area Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and things like that. So she had her own palace and he had his own palace and Mm -hmm. they would really Mm -hmm. only get together if there was, like,
1: formal meetings or to, Mm -hmm. like, have sex so they could produce heirs and stuff. Yeah, from what I've seen on The Crown, they have, like, separate bedrooms, but Mm -hmm. they're in the same... They're, like, in the same room, but, like, Uh it's weird. Yeah, like... It's, like, adjoining rooms.
0: Yeah, I think I've seen that. Like, in the... In the historical dramas, it makes it seem like there are different, like, little pavilions within a large palace grounds. so you have to, like, go outside and, like, Mm -hmm. walk to a completely different building. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... I guess pointing out like they don't they're excited they don't really to see know each, each other. other like. Yeah, but they're happy when they do get to see each other mm-hmm. at this point in time. So um they're cute. But then the eunuch gets all crazy again and starts to metaphorically poison <laughs> Wang Yo's feelings towards Kim Sun. Uh, Kim Sun tries to warn Wang Yo of how dangerous the eunuch is, but the eunuch shoots back and points out how he's the one who raised Wang Yo and put him on the throne. The crazy eunuch then points out how her low birth points out her low birth status, which it wasn't even that low because she's like, I think they said that their dad was also a military general hmm. or some shit. But anyway, um, yeah. Low birth status and accuses Kim Shin of being treasonous as he keeps winning <laughs> battles he's supposed to lose, which makes the citizens revere him, maybe more than the king. Question
1: mark. Maybe the little king should go into battle too. Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, later on, Kim Sun tries to talk to the king and ask him and asks him to bring back Kim Shin and to dismiss the eunuch. But he is filled with rage and paranoia as he points out that he is a king and Kimshin could kill him instead of protect him. He insists insists that Kimshin is now a traitor, and the eunuch suggests that they should punish Kimshin by killing him. Mm-hmm. Jesus.
0: And Kim Sun is like, What? what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> then we cut back to how the series starts with Kimshin walking into the palace and Kim Sun being killed. Kimshin in present day explains that was the last time he saw his sister and how she was a dignified queen. He points out that the path to the king was too far and he knew he wouldn't be able to reach him, but he kept walking. He knew that it was his last battle and he would die there, but he had to keep his promise to the previous king to protect Wang Yo and save the innocent he regretfully says that he overlooked how jealous and scared the young king and how his sister protected the fool with her life. It's okay. really shitty. What a shitty life they all had.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's um I I'm sounding like very much like a nerd, but like there is this um part in Harry Potter where like they're kind of talking about how old people sometimes forget like how hard it is to be young Mm -hmm. and like how many emotions you're filled with as a young person yeah and i think it just kind of reminded me of that because it's like yeah kim shin was just like fucking charging in and it's like he is a very young and
1: like kind of mentally fucked up kid like maybe go about it a different way and the king too and his like feelings of jealousy and easily Mm -hmm. being swayed by that other guy, are telling of him as well and his young mental capacity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um All right. So the Reaper then shows Kim Shin the ring, but Kim mm-hmm. Shin starts making jokes and suggests that maybe the Reaper is his sister, and tells him to put the ring on to see what will happen. And mm-hmm. the Reaper's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, stop, yeah, like that's not what this I- is about. Be serious. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, Untak pulls Kim Shin away, and they go visit her ghost friend's memorial site with flowers. Untak sees a picture of her ghost friend and her mom, what? and yeah, and makes Kim Shin transport them to the library asap. Untak mm-hmm. asks her ghost friend how she knows her mom, and the ghost responds that she and her mom were best friends, and promised to look out for each other's future children. Then the ghost points Untak toward a locker and gives her the combination. Untuk opens it and we see a pile of bank books, the bank books that her aunt accused her of hiding Mm -hmm. and Untuk starts to cry and asks the ghost if she stayed behind because of her and the ghost admits like yes but I enjoyed watching you grow up Mm -hmm. Um, and then she says that it's now time for her to join Untuk's mom and tell her how kind and smart her daughter is. They say their goodbyes and the ghost fades away.
0: Uh, That was such a good moment.
1: That was very unexpected.
0: Yeah, I forgot that she was friends <laughs> with her mom. Like I remember that she kept that she was the one who hid all the bank books,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so Untak's aunt couldn't steal the money. But mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh shit, that's right! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Crazy! Uh-huh. I did not expect that." Um, Kim Shin and Untak go on on go to the little pier. Um, that they always go to, and Untak mm-hmm. talks to her mom and thanks Kim Shin for helping her. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to Kim Shin asking grandpa's secretary to watch over Untak's inheritance money and to make sure that her aunt forfeits her rights to the money since Untak isn't old enough yet. Mm-hmm. Fuck that aunt.
0: Yeah, she sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, secretary Kim, which. Always a Kim. <laughs> Always Secretary Kim. Uh, Grandpa Secretary visits Untak's aunt in prison and records her confessing that she paid off debts with loans and opened fake accounts in Untak's name to get the money. He offers her two options. One, she returns everything to Untak and be released from prison. Or two, fight a super long and expensive custody battle. And then there's like a funny moment where Untak's aunt tries to like intimidate him.
1: Mm-hmm. By being
0: like, I know some tough people in here. And he's like, I know even tougher people. And she's like, well. Cool. Because, yeah, talks' aunt is just kind of like a piece of shit, but like not actually yeah, anyone. She,
1: she thinks like she's fucking tough shit, but really she's mm-hmm. a little bitch. Yeah. For being honest here. For sure. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, then we get a scene of Grandpa praising Secretary Kim for handling the Oontok situation well and giving Do a position where he will have to learn the company starting from the bottom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Do is just, like, making a fool of himself, being all... Naturally. Yes. <laughs> like, acting like he's a supervisor, but he's literally starting out as, like, entry-level sales mm-hmm. associate. <laughs> uh, then we see Sunny giving Reaper a call and suggesting that they meet up. Because, again, Reaper is just, like, very charming mm-hmm. on the phone in his own little way. Uh, Kim Shin asks Reaper to change his clothes since he recognizes the outfit from his premonition with Sunny. But Reaper blows him off because Kimshin is like, You look weird. Maybe you should change. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Instead of being like, hey, maybe we could change the future if you yeah. wore a different jacket. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Reaper finally gets to Sunny and he is like very, I guess, impatient and asks to hold her hand before they do anything since he's too curious to wait. <laughs> but, like, obviously, she doesn't know what it means when he holds her hand. So yeah. she's like, hey. I also want to hold your hand and, like, hug you and stuff, but I want to know who you are before we do all that because you're still giving me a fake name and, like, I don't even know you. Uh, She says she'll give him time for the next two hours because he's so handsome, but his troubled expression makes her question if they should just end things now. She says that she likes him but can't do this anymore, and she tells him he's dumping her and tells him not to call her anymore. Which is what we saw in Kim premonition, and she walks off after saying, Happy New Year. (laughs) That was, like, a
1: very quick turnaround. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he is, like, gooped. Like, what just happened? Yeah. For sure. Um, Back at home, Untak celebrates becoming an adult as the clock strikes midnight. She Mm -hmm. says she already made plans with him, and... Or she tells, um... That she already made plans with him. And then they go to a little food stall and drink soju. And she's living her best life, drinking a lot Mm -hmm. of soju. And I'm like, oh, she's going to get fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) She's drinking a lot. Um, And she's talking about how it's super bitter. But honestly, Uh I'm like, soju is so much better than, like, most alcoholic drinks I've had. Yeah. I almost never drink because I hate the fucking taste of it. But soju I like. Although sometimes I'm still like, meh. I still make a face.
0: Yeah. Well, also, like, do you ever drink the plain kind?
1: I don't think I've had the plain one. I've had the grapefruit and the strawberry.
0: Yeah, the fruit ones are a little bit sweeter. Mm. The plain, I don't, it's still not as, like, intense drink as, like, tequila or something, mm-hmm. but it's a little
1: bit more hmm. bitter than the, the fruit You just kind. taste the bleh, not the mmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly (laughs) Um, so they're having a good old time but they're interrupted by the pickpocket cyclist and this guy's all fucking stupid he's like I'm unemployed now because of you I'm like bitch you never had a job (laughs) your job was stealing people's purses and other money like fuck you you asshole but he came with his whole fucking clan to try to beat up Kim Shin and Kim Shin's like okay we'll do this outside and he just Mm -hmm. disappears and none of them find that really weird. They're kind of just like, where'd he go? But they're, they're not like, like oh shit, that guy just fucking disappeared. <laughs> Which is like, what I would have done.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna go home. <laughs> yeah, I'm not
1: gonna fight that guy. And even like the woman that works there, when they go outside to meet him, she goes up to Untak and she's like, should your boyfriend be going out there and fighting those people? They're bad guys in the neighborhood. Like, mm. she didn't even acknowledge the fact that this fucking man just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Insane. Uh-huh. Anyway, so they meet him in the back. He has a mop that he breaks, and then he beats them all up, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and while this is all happening, is just watching. She's like, oh. Uh-huh. And she's eating and drinking uh-huh. and having a good time watching this fucking all unfold in front of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets drunk and romantic, and she and Kimshin share their first real kiss. And back at home, the reaper is super bummed and wonders if he dumped Sunny or did Sunny dump me?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what just <laughs> happened? Yeah. Uh, just saying, you dumped me. It was like, did I though? Did I? <laughs> I don't remember doing that. <laughs> uh, so the next morning, Untok prepares traditional New Year's dumpling soup and reflects on how much time has passed. Since they first came to save her from the loan sharks. They meaning Kimshin and Reaper. Uh, <laughs> Reaper and Kimshin relive their super cool moment as they walk home from the grocery <laughs> store, but they are interrupted as a cyclist yells at them for walking in the middle of the street. They wave at him and wish him a happy new year, which, like, in internet land has generated such a great gift <laughs> of them just waving. <laughs> uh. Then the guys get home, and Untuck presents them with their soup and wishes them Happy New Year, and I love how Untuck prepared Reaper's vegetarian for him, because <laughs> he's mm-hmm. like, no meat please. Mm-hmm. Uh Reaper blurts out that he and Sunny are no longer together before anyone can start eating. That's awkward. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ruin the mood. Yeah, Reaper tells them what happened, and Untuck theorizes that Sunny actually wants him to call... Since she said, You're dumping me. Uh, Untak admits that explaining the Reaper's identity is tricky and suggests that he says he's an angel instead of a Grim Reaper, since angels have a nicer reputation. <laughs> Which I was like, That's a good plan. That's a uh, PR spin mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. there. Like angel,
1: and then in parentheses of death, kind of a thing. Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, later on, Untuck and Kim Shin lure Reaper and Sunny to a roasted sweet potato stand so they mm-hmm. can meet up again. Sunny points out that they agreed not to acknowledge each other, but Untak kinda looks at Kim Shin like, say something to get them mm-hmm. talking. And Kimshin like doesn't know what to say, and he awkwardly points out that the Reaper and Sunny's outfits combined look like fried eggs because she's wearing like this fun yellow furry thing and mm-hmm. he's in all white. And then none of them are amused, and he's like, "Hmm, or bean sprouts?" Yeah, and he's still like, nobody <laughs> is amused. Yeah,
0: he's like, "She's the bean, and he's like the sprout part."
1: Mm-hmm. He's She's- tall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So the meeting did not go as planned. It was uh-huh. really awful, actually. Uh-huh. Untuck apologizes to Reaper when they get home, and the Reaper says that at least he got to see Sunny. Um, and then he's like, "I'm gonna go to work." Mm-hmm. And he's all upset. Uh, poor guy. Untak gets after Kim shin for being tactless and not carrying money since her boss had to pay for the <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> As the reaper leaves her work, he explains that his outfit concept was quote "angel. Aww. in the old white. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. He
0: tried. Uh, he did try. Like maybe he should have told Untak, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, this is what I'm going for." <laughs> Kim Shin thinks back to his premonition with 29 year old Untak and remembers the necklace she is wearing in the vision is from Quebec. He wonders when she will go back to buy the necklace and then realizes that he is the one who should buy it for her. Uh, we cut back to Reaper at work, <laughs> and he's just like venting to this ghost about like <laughs> what to do. And the ghost is a psychiatrist, and he's like, I'm happy to help. Like, I'm glad you're in my last con- consultation. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we see Kimshin getting home from Quebec, and he finds Grandpa waiting for him. They play a game together, and Kimshin starts to feel uneasy as if he saw Grandpa's future. Later on, we see Grandpa at the barber shop, and the barber asks if he's going somewhere nice. And Grandpa responds, I think so. <gasps> uh, so sad.
1: And I was just thinking on this episode earlier when he came out, like, man, I really like the Grandpa. Hope he doesn't die in this series. And there he mm-hmm. goes, of course. Ugh. Yeah. So shitty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we then see Reaper and Kimshin doing some day drinking, and Kimshin tells Reaper that he will be receiving Grandpa's death card soon. Kim Shin admits that he hasn't told anyone since he knows nothing good comes from knowing their death. Kim Shin tells Reaper that Grandpa asked about him and probably knew everything. Such a Um, sweet guy. I know. And he's just always laughing and smiling. Just Mm -hmm. so excited to watch all the shenanigans. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Kim Shin starts to ask Reaper about how things are going with Sunny. But Reaper says he hasn't called since he feels like he has to come clean about it all. Kim Shin mm-hmm. points out that Sunny must be a little dumb since Reaper clearly looks like a Grim Reaper. <laughs> I'm like, but it's, like, real life. Like, like yeah. she's a human who doesn't see fucking goblins and angels on the daily. Exactly. Like, <laughs> no, she's not dumb. <laughs> Reaper asks Kimshin if he sensed anything with Sunny when they, like, have met.
0: Mm-hmm. And he
1: admits that he does sense something, but that it bothers him they share the same name. He tells Reaper he's glad that things didn't work out between them since he doesn't really like her. (laughs) But Reaper gets really defensive and tells him to stop finding faults in her. Then he finally admits he thinks Sunny might be the reincarnation of his sister. And Mm -hmm. Kim Shin's like, what? Yeah. The Reaper confirms that the face in Sunny's past life looks like the portrait of Kim Shin's sister. Kim Shin asks Reaper to recall the memories that he saw, and the Reaper starts to tell him everything. But Kim Shin is still pretty skeptical until Reaper recalls the memory of Kim Shin walking beside Kim's son's palanquin? I think Did I say that right? Okay. (laughs) On her wedding, uh, telling her she looks ugly, Kim Shin confirms that Sunny must be his sister. And then we get a quick shot of the Godio times, and we see an older king who looks like the Reaper. Oh. Oh, interesting. And then that's the end. Yes.
0: I feel like when I watched that the first time, I was like, next episode, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, these two episodes is when it like finally started to really pick up with like the mm-hmm. full story and the craziness and everything.
0: Yeah. I feel like maybe similar to Coffee Prince, it's like a slow burn beginning, mm-hmm. but then the last half is like. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah. So very exciting stuff. Do you have any predictions for what the next episodes will hold?
1: Well, since we have Kim Shin, who's never Mm -hmm. died, really. And Mm -hmm. then we have Sunny, who's a reincarnation. And the Reaper, who's a reincarnation. I'm wondering who is the reincarnation of the unit guy? Does mm-hmm. he come back and what happens there or like what? Like, I don't know. I just feel like there needs to be some kind of conflict. Right. With a character like that, who I feel like wouldn't change in their new life. Like they would still be an asshole in all of their yeah. lives because they're just a super shitty human. Like their shitty soul. For sure. Um, and I don't, I mean, I don't know if characters will find out that they were once someone's sibling or if they're going to tell her or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Tell Sunny. Um, they're just going to let it play out. Yeah. I mean, that sword's got to come out one day, right? <laughs> In theory. <laughs> that sword's got to come out or like. Something's going to happen to where the butterfly god is like, oh, all right. You guys can love each other. This sword is gone. And she doesn't have to pull out the sword. It's just going to, like, evaporate. Uh-huh. Like the ghost. Girlfriend. Like, the mom's friend. Oh, you, you cute. You cute together. It's fine. Yeah, y'all can be together. Good job, Kim Shin. 900 years later. Uh-huh. Figured it out. I like um, it. Yeah. I like that plan. Awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited because, again, like, I don't know what happens next. <laughs> I only know, like, the high points. But I'm like, what's yeah, going to happen the in the next episode? Yeah. So. Uh, do we have an, a fashion moment we want to
1: talk about? Mm, I like the Reaper's all white outfit because it was very different. Same. And I really liked Sunny's like yellow furry thing. Same. fur coat. I would totally yeah, wear that. For sure. Wear that with like an all-black outfit. That pop uh-huh. of yellow.
0: hmm Yes. Both of them look good in everything. Yes. So. Totally. Yeah, I also really liked Sunny's tan suit and like neck scarf mm-hmm. thing. And so that's totally something I would wear. Because I love little, uh, what are they called? Like, not handkerchief. Ascot-looking things. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like little silk scarves. Um, I also liked Sunny's embellished sweater when she grabs Reaper's hand. It kind of looks like there's, like, pearls or something. Mm -hmm. Like, kind of chunky on it. I thought that looked cool. Um, But yeah, again, just, like, more sweaters... Everyone looks great. Yes. <laughs> In sweaters. Kim Shin is wearing the most expensive clothes mm-hmm. a man could buy. <laughs> Looking so cozy all the time. Have you noticed that like whenever uh, Kim Shin wears a turtleneck, like he doesn't roll it over? Like, you know how like turtlenecks usually have a cuff? It, it just goes all the way to the top of his chin. <laughs> it's it's weird to me. Um, he likes it like that. Yeah. I
1: guess it just makes his neck look super long. Yeah. Maybe he wants to appear, like, real long. Yeah. yeah. Lehman <laughs> keeps sneezing in the background, so. <laughs> so, loud. so Hopefully you can cut all that. <laughs> or leave one in for fun. <laughs> it's absurd. <sighs> Bless you. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Uh, what
1: else? I love Do you. Do we have
0: an I love you? I, I like... Oh, you can go okay. first. Okay. I liked Reaper and Kimshins and Untak's little photo moment. I'm like, ah. Again, like, half triple, half-found family vibes. <laughs> mm-hmm, totally. Going
1: on. Um, I like... In the episode nine, when the Reaper tells Kimshin like why he told Un Taek everything, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, it's because I don't want you to die. I want you to stay alive. Mm-hmm. I like you. I'd be bored it- without you." His way of saying like, "I love you." Yeah, super sweet. Um, that and then the grandpa when he's getting like his hair done. Oh God! Yeah, that. Kills. God damn it. <laughs> Why? Why do y'all yeah. have to kill the sweet old people?
0: I know. I mean, um, I guess it's it gotta makes happen. sense. to happen. But yeah, it's really sad. Yeah. Such a sweetie. Um. But yeah, we're kind of seeing, like, the secretary has kind of been groomed, so. And I do mm-hmm. like the secretary, so that's Yeah, good. he's fun. hmm I still go... Na <laughs> <With Alex. laughs> Like I'm just very drawn out. Uh-huh. Um Yeah. Do we have anything else? Other than um,
1: excitement towards Yeah. Just the home stretch of Goblin. Reminders to watch episodes eleven and twelve mm-hmm. before next week. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. I already don't know when this airs It's gonna be in November when this one airs probably right I think so I yes. was gonna I was gonna tell them to sign up for a Patreon to watch the or to listen to the Halloween episode but you could still do that and listen yeah, to the sure. previous one so
0: yeah you'll have, have
1: access to all of the backlog yeah so we'll have a fun Halloween episode. Caitlin mm-hmm. doesn't like spookies But I like spookies, Mm -hmm. so Halloween is always fun for me. I'm more Um, of a, like, I like, uh, I don't mind gore. I just don't (laughs)
0: like being spooked, spooked. So, like, I can watch, uh, like, Shaun of the Dead, because it's more funny. Yes. Um, like, I'm cool with zombie movies, because they're not as, like, jump scare spooky. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm. I'm more like okay with monster movies rather than like there's a ghost, and I don't really like ghosts, and I don't like serial killers. But mm-hmm. I'm okay with monsters. So that's all about about me. But yes, I yeah. <laughs> I generally stay away from the whole genre.
1: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you'll be watching something for Halloween. Uh huh. Um, and that's going to be on our Patreon. Yes. Probably now. So if you're interested, you should go and sign up.
0: hmm And we will have Sky
1: Castle with me
0: and mm-hmm. David coming up. And uh, at the end of November, I believe we will have Kim's Convenience Season 1. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, well, a Quick other drama corner. hmm This is very quick because I actually haven't watched it. <laughs> but, oh my god, Lee Dong-Wook's drama... Tale of the Nine Tailed mm-hmm. looks so freaking good. And I'm like trying to figure out when I can find time to watch it. <laughs> um, it's and if so I sh- hard. Yeah. And if I should just like wait it out and like just binge it after it's fully done. Because right now, only episode episodes one and two um, are only out right now. Mm-hmm. But everyone's talking about it. Of course, he looks amazing. And uh, one of the people I follow on Twitter described it as a cross between Goblin and Hotel de Luna. Mm. And I was like, I love both of those things. Mm-hmm, so,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, uh, follow us on Twitter because maybe I will just like not sleep and watch it <laughs> and <laughs> tweet about it. So, <laughs> uh, let us know how you like it if you are watching it, but no spoilers, please. And let me know if I should not to... sleep to watch it yeah again like i will maybe have already watched it by the time this episode comes out but still let me know <laughs> let me know what you think all right i guess that's it for reelsies now mm-hmm. yeah okay so we will talk to you guys next week about episodes 11 and 12 of goblin yay yay goodbye
1: goodbye Okay, gentlemen.